The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Woof, this is episode 757 for your Friday, November 1st, 2019. Friday, November 1st. Being recorded live on Twitch on Halloween. Woo, hello. (laughs) On Halloween. So not quite an official Halloween episode, but we can pretend and say... That since it's being recorded on the the Ween of Hollows, that this is a Halloween episode. We've grabbed Wolfie, we've got rid of some trash, and we are going to continue west here in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3 towards these far lands, as we have been doing for 757 episodes. The uh, the world save, we noted that it was 29,100 megabytes at the beginning of the last episode. Do I have flint? Oh, I thought I had flint. Um, Actually, you know what? I could always use more arrows. Might as well take these freebies, huh? Got, got the inventory space. Um, we noted that it was 29,100 megabytes before the start of last episode. Before the start of this episode... 29,133 megabytes. So perhaps, although, on second thought, that was a weird episode because it was the the first of season eight. It was like a four and a half day Minecraft day episode on account of starting at the F3 monument and doing a bunch of shenanigans there and starting the music to be played. So 33 megabytes might not be most accurate per episode save file increase, but I should not be going up these tall, tall mountains. (laughs) But interesting, interesting, none the same. None the same, none the difference. None, None the rather. Rather, you know what I'm trying to say. Indeed. I have, of course, returned from Mindcrack Marathon 2019. I want to thank all the Farlanders I saw in chat and in the donations. Those who were were donating items during the UHCs. A lot of usernames recognized. And, ooh, spoilers? Halloween? Uh, and I... I don't know if there's a more updated number, but my last understanding is that we raised over $251,000. $251,000 for Extra Life Charity. Just shy of our all-time Mindcrack Marathon total, but with the help of a few corporate... Matching donors, sponsors, I guess you'd call them sponsors. And I don't know that that number even includes 
what we're going to include, like the, the bits, the bits and the uh, subs that we also collect during that time that go towards the charity. So yeah, I would say a successful Mindcrack Marathon 2019. Of course, that took place in Chicago. So I did get a chance to go home, visit with my sisters, my dad, and my nephews. Oh, what Goober Goober wanted me to say something. Probably just like Goober says hi or something like that. Uh, I, I can't remember specifically what it was, but Goober says hi. Goober Goober is still Goober, although Goober is very much more into things like Fortnite and Apex than perhaps Minecraft these days. So yeah, visited home. I did have Luminati's pizza and it tasted very good, although it got me sick. <laughs> not sick, but it's not it's not a cross-contamination free kitchen. So it's always a chance. People always ask me, oh, don't you ever just want to cheat? Cheat with your gluten or just have this thing? I say 100% no, except for Luminati's pizza. Just because there's no other pizza that tastes the same, even if I am getting the gluten-free crust. So that's the one where I take a risk. Uh, and this time the risk didn't pay off, but it was still worth it. It wasn't horrible. I've had certainly worse reactions, but uh, I did uh, just have to spend a little bit of time in the bathroom. <laughs> That's all I'll say about it. But yeah, otherwise I'm not like, like people went to Portillo's and I like just got like fries and a salad. Sure, having a Portillo hot dog or a, 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 an Italian beef would be nice, but I'm not gonna risk it for that biscuit. Oh, careful now. Speaking of risky situations, okay, I got, I got careful, Wolfie. Um, going straight for the hole. Portillo's is overrated, I see in chat. Well, the thing is, is you have to remember that it's still fast food. Even if it's a regional fast food and people have certainly have a, a, a regional affinity for it. It's still fast food. It's not gourmet dining. It's still a hot dog or an Italian beef. Um, so I, I say to people being let down by Portillo's, like perhaps we're expecting some fine ethnic regional cuisine <laughs> or something like that. It's, it's just a place. Just like sports teams or a, a, a particular sports park, football stadium or whatever. Don't get your sandwich dipped. I always liked them dipped. I always liked them dipped and I feel bad because Justin got it dipped and he didn't, he said it was soggy. And I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of the point. Um, although I don't know, maybe dipped means something different now than when I got it dipped. Um, it was soaked. I know! They put it in a plastic bag so that it doesn't leak. It was soup. Soup! I don't know. I don't know. I also have never gone to that downtown location. I've been to smaller, like, suburban locations. 
I could imagine the downtown location, perhaps, and it was very busy. Uh, perhaps not as a, a, a tightly run ship as, as perhaps places without that much pressure. Cone Dodger says the hot dog was great. Great! Eight out of eight. Great hot dog. Um, but yeah, anyway, that, I mean, that's also kind of a problem trying to do touristy things. Did that sheep just, like, do a little sprint there? Did you see that? Trying to do touristy things in a group of, like, 15 people, as we were, um, which is, like, kind of a just an issue in general, I think. I feel like the best travel I've ever done hasn't been at conventions or those big group things or anything like that. It's been like, oh, or it's just me and one other person and like we actually have time to like choose a place that we want to try and not have to worry about finding a table for 12 or uh, arrange travel from here to there or whatever like that. So yeah, I, it, it, it was a little like what, like whatever I don't I didn't I didn't grow up in Chicago like downtown and I don't particularly like cities but it was very convenient the thing I liked about the city was just the convenience of places <laughs> like just restaurants mostly all within like walking distance new things to experience um, that is a positive coming from somebody who, who lives in and grew up in more of a suburban uh, area where it's slim pickings for for what I would consider good stuff. And yeah, convenience for the Mindcrack Marathon was great because our hotel was literally across the street from the location, so there was no needing to, to carpool a bunch of lifts across, you know, 20-minute lift rides or waiting for public transportation or anything uh, to get from the studio or to the studio from the hotel and vice versa, which was I don't know that it was a problem before, but it was just like an added annoyance Losing that amount of time in a day when you're already awake for 15 hours or whatever and, and time time is of, of higher value than in, in other circumstances well, let's go to sleep and we can continue rapping. Rapping? Yes, rapping. I am now an artist of the hip hop. In the morning. <laughs> and awakeness. Ah, I knew that was going to happen, but I still did it. Ah, we're fine. Continuing on here, here, her, her, boy, I'm apparently out of practice. <laughs> I, I was out of practice recording the last episode, but now I'm super out of practice. Well, let's try to get some flint since I found two feathers. There's one. Ah, careful, Wolfie. Yeah. Oh, there's the second one. All right. I'm good. Good on flint. We can make a few more arrows now. What else? Um, speaking of food, I mean, when I first got there with my sister, I went to a very good, although very hipstery, 
barbecue place. That's kind of out on the west west loop. There is there's a there's a is it Randolph Street? Or I think so. That's just like known as Restaurant Row. That's where that was out of the way for everybody, but that's that's where people should have gone if they wanted food. Uh, but there was a really good barbecue place. Can't get good barbecue here in Seattle. So went to a very good barbecue place. It was very crowded. There was a line, but they had gluten-free cornbread. They had gluten-free cornbread to have with my barbecue. That was good. I, f I forgot what it was called already, but meat was in the name. Something, something meats. Something street meats. Um, that was very good. It was all like, grab a tray and like ask for a half a pound of this and a half a pound of that. So that was good. Um, and then I found a donut place. I don't I don't know how long they've been around, but this this do right donuts. They have gluten free donuts. Half a pound. Yeah, that's what you order it by Cone Dodger. For sharing. So we got me and my sister got half a pound of chopped brisket and half a pound of pork ribs. And potato salad and cone bread. <laughs> Um, this Do Right Donuts place was all over the place, and I, I had very many gluten-free donuts. <laughs> uh, and it was very convenient because they also had, like, you buy a donut and then you can get a small coffee for a dollar. For a dollar! So I did that, and it was good coffee, too. It was, uh, I didn't go to Intelligentsia Coffee. You know, I never, the few times I have gone to an Intelligentsia, like, coffee shop, house, place, Cafe, I guess, whatever you want to call it. They're a little bit... They're a, they're a little bit... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're, they're a wee bit pretentious. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. It's that kind of a, a fancy coffee place. And they also, at least the ones I've checked out, they don't themselves have, like, gluten-free options for, for treats. For treats and various pastries. Um... But the coffee that this Do Right Donuts place had is Dark Matter? Dark Matter coffee? Which is kind of, I think, apparently like a new Chicago-based roaster. Now that we learned that Intelligentsia and Stumptown were bought by Pete's Coffee. Ugh, capitalism. <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. Ooh, look at this place. It's a big old crater. Heat. Um, but yeah, the... Uh, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, the donut was good. And then there was also... This year that was what was different is we had quote-unquote catering for the Mindcrack Marathon for, for, for those of us involved. It was a little bit confusing and... Like, I'm not complaining. <laughs> like, I understand it's difficult, and I'm there doing charity, whatever. But the gluten-free options were not, period. <laughs> like, they they ordered, apparently, gluten-free stuff, but either they dropped the ball on making sure, or the restaurants that were catering just, like, were like, nah, whatever, this is just a gluten-free. Um... So on multiple occasions, 
Like they were very apologetic. The the the, uh, the people at the production studio who did the ordering and set up with that stuff, but uh, that was a little frustrating. But in general, I can't <laughs> like there's there's no real complaint I can have about that. Although I will say that um, when I came back and I was talking to the girlfriend uh, about this. One of the only, surprisingly, like, meals that came that had a specifically gluten-free little tray was the Italian place. And I, and I, 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 I broke her brain. I broke the girlfriend's brain by saying, oh, they just had, like, a small tray of masticcioli. And she absolutely lost it in that she, she hadn't heard the term masticcioli in many a decade. See, she's also from the Midwest, which might be one of the reasons we get along so well. And apparently, masticcioli isn't a real thing. <laughs> it's apparently just a word from Chicago that describes penny pasta in a red meat sauce in a tray. Like, presented in a tray. In, in a, in a, in a family-style dining situation. Mastacholi. I had no idea that it was just a Chicago thing. I've always heard of Mastacholi. I've never seen it on any sort of menu or anything like that. But yeah, apparently Mastacholi is just penne pasta in in a in a, a, a meat sauce, or maybe not even a meat sauce, just a red sauce. It is. Look it up on the internet. Look it up on the Urban Dictionaries. Mastacholi is literally just a Chicago thing. <laughs> um, it's I, Apparently, it can be used in Italy to describe the penne pasta that doesn't have the ridges, that is not ribbed, uh, a smooth tubular uh, penne pasta. But... And I'm sure, I'm sure the term can be seen elsewhere, but it is... Oh, is this another wolf or is this wolfie? No, this is another wolf. Oh, murder! These wolves are murderers. Good thing that wasn't a pink sheep. <laughs> Could you imagine if we just saw one singular block of pink wool <laughs> next to a wolf? That would be hilarious. So yeah, I I completely just uh I I <laughs> I busted her noodle, uh apparently, if that can be said. Uh yeah, even yeah, cone. Cone's uh Cone's uh, emote, busted noodle, is a, is is a penne pasta, alternately a masticcioli. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I mean, like we had like there there was a ramen place we went to. All all of the the dining mostly took place outside of the marathon. It seems. Um, but yeah, otherwise the marathon itself. I thought went very well. We are still very much discussing in the background what we've learned from this one, um, how how to approach things better next year, uh, uh, items or segments to improve or segments to cut. Uh, I think myself and many others might have started to feel like it a vast majority of the stream ended up being mind crack cooking show. So I don't know if that means we're going to pivot 
from that. Maybe reduce the amount or involve other people in those segments. Um, and I had a long chat with chat, Twitch chat, a few days ago during a stream about like internally to myself, I feel like there there's no there was no video games for a video game crew such as Mindcrack to not really have any video gaming during their charity marathon. Felt weird to me. But then the alternate side of the coin that I agree with is, well, we always play video games on our own streams like I'm doing right now or on, on YouTube or on, on, on co-op collaborations and whatnot. The way to get people interested in, in the charity marathon is to do something different and that would be things like cooking challenges or Lego building or, or, or you know, whatever IRL things that we can take advantage of being all in the same room sort of thing. So, so yeah, it's, uh, we're certainly still learning. We did, I mean, we even despite this is our sixth year doing it, surpassing $1 million total over the course of the six years raised for Extra Life Charity. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it, it, it happened. It was a success. And, uh, and I, I'm glad those of you that were able to tune in, hope you enjoyed it, and appreciate the support and sharing and spreading the word. The good words of the Mindcrack Marathon. Indeed. So yeah, let's let's build another elevated hidey hole here. Beep, blop, blop. Blop. Alright, uh bed bed sleep and awakeness and awakeness whoop hello indeed i i'm i don't have any specifically halloweeny plans um i did or at least rather the girlfriend got Juno a costume uh, when we were at the dollar store. I already posted that to Juno's Instagram if you want to check it out. Plug, plug! Um, but we have a, a stream plan to do an automation build-off uh, in the Monster Factory Halloween theme. That should be interesting. Uh, after we're done recording this and then the girlfriend is coming over and she's bringing a movie which I'm a little bit unsure of she's she's into those horror movies spooky Halloweeny movies and she's bringing a movie for us to watch and I don't know what to expect <laughs> as you know I'm not a fan not a big fan um so we'll see how that goes. I bought a little tiny bag of candy. I have not ever gotten... I've never, I guess, sat and listened for trick-or-treaters, but I've never gotten trick-or-treaters. I'm kind of like in a hidden quarter, quarter? corner of my subdivision, and uh, I don't have like a pumpkin out or anything like that. So there's no, there's no symbol saying, come here candy um but we'll see but uh but yeah 
Also, recording this episode of Far Lands of Busts. Why not? Why not, indeed? Was there anything else I missed? I'm sure there's a bunch more, like, stories of stuff I missed from the weekend. Um... Zambles. It would be interesting to find a spawner during this here Halloween-ish episode of Farlands or Bust, but I'm not gonna not gonna force it. If I don't see it, I don't see it. Look at this floating situation. Also haven't seen any pumpkins. We saw a few pumpkins last episode, but I thought it was too early to harvest them. Um Zombies can spawn with pumpkins today. Well, you might be thinking of the current version of Minecraft. This is Minecraft Beta 173. I don't believe that those sorts of things apply to this five-year-old, six-year-old, eight-year-old version of the game. Having your front lights on is the indicator. I always have them on. Like, I, I have, like, these very dim low-power LED lights that I have that I just keep on. I can't be bothered. I have been requesting and taking questions from from Patreon members. If you're a patron of mine in the Patreon Discord, I put a link where you can submit questions. Just to tide over uh, the, the, the time... What's the word I'm looking for? Just to tide us over until we start up a new fundraiser where donations will be asking questions. Gotta give myself, whoa, things to talk about. Such as this one from TDW Fan. What are your thoughts on memes? How have you noticed memes change over the years? And what are some that you like or loathe? Um, memes. I don't... I think I've been asked this question before, but I forgot what I answered. It was... Yeah, I've completely forgot. I, I There was one that I answered was like a meme that I always got a good chuckle. But now I can't remember it. I don't... I don't know. I... It, I think... I think... They've certainly... Materwellen! Yeah! <laughs> That's a recent one. That one I've seen just in the last six months or so. Um, EFSBN. Is that a meme, though? I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that the classification of a meme you know, back in 2007, when, like, the internet was actually an okay place to be, uh, a meme was something that, like, everybody knew. But now, our, our each and own little communities have their own memes, like the It's Been thing. I was watching Justin when he and, and Jasky and, uh, I think, Chibli were, like, made that thing up where they just started talking about how unsatisfying it is to hear Eats Band and then not the rest of the song, so they made it into alerts and things. Um, so yeah, it's difficult to... Uh, oh, 
difficult to 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 say. Oh, I can't put this on my head now that it's now this jack o lantern. Whoops. Uh. Yeah, that's tough. Are there any that you like or loathe? Well, I'm not a fan of the ones that have been co-opted for bad things, like the Pepe the Frog thing. I'm surprised when I still see that. And yeah, I know, like, you can make all sorts of excuses that the creator killed and resurrected the frog and it shouldn't have the meaning that it has, but it still has the meaning. Um, and, like, you can't separate it from that and you can't blame people for attaching and still having that meaning in the back of their head. So I just do my best to avoid it and that's just kind of... To me it's surprising to still see it and variations of it being used. So there's other... that's just one example. There's other ideas, you know, things like that that it's just kind of... kind of cringy, I guess. It's kind of like, uh... Are you sure? <laughs> you want to do that? I mean, okay. Um, but yeah, I can't really... Like, is the Homer Simpson... Like, there's so many... Are any of the Simpsons quote-unquote memes? Memes? Like, it's all just nostalgic Simpsons. Like, the, the Homer... I have my own emote. The Homer going, nerds! Is that a meme? I don't think so. I mean, there's the Frickinac, Frickinac, whatever that website is where you can make your own Simpsons gifts and memes. Uh, like, it's just endless. Completely endless as to what you can do. Oh, oh, blip, blip, blip. Hey, there we go. Woo! This is like doing VR. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Uh, I did VR, like, for literally the first time ever in my life during uh, 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 the Mind's Crack Marathon. And yes, I didn't have time to properly set it up for my own eyeballs. And also, we played a cheesy horror game that was probably and definitely not the best representation of modern VR. But I was still a little bit underwhelmed. I was still a little bit underwhelmed. Like, I still, I still felt like I had this, like the goggles. I had the goggles, the, the binocular vision, like looking through two portholes with my eyes. I thought I was going to be like engrossed. All right, this is making me actually ill, speaking of which. <laughs> I thought I was going to be uh, surrounded by the scenery, panoramically wise. And it, it kind of reminded me a little bit of just the cell phone. Uh, 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 VR headsets that I've tried. I was a little bit disappointed. So I'm like, I'm in no rush, even more so, to go out and buy one. Um, but I thought I did well. I mean, I was spooked, but by like the door opening in my face, I like grabbed the door to open it and I didn't realize, I thought it was just gonna like, I was gonna be the one to open it, but it like slammed open in my face. And I'm like, Jesus! That, that was the scariest part of the entire game. Um, but yeah, I did that. Sorry. <laughs> oh man, I think I think uh, as far as the memes are concerned, another problem is is how there are. I've noticed this problem on Instagram, but it's on Twitter and elsewhere. 
the the wholesale stealing, ripping off, and then comp, comp, the compilation accounts that have like I don't know why. I mean, I know why, but I I don't know why have like millions and millions of followers, and all they're doing is stealing images or memes or whatever from from other sources without crediting, and then they they themselves. As a as a creator of content, that annoys me a bit. So, yeah, uh, that was a question from a patron, and we talked and talked and talked about it. But this is where the talking ends. This is where the talking ends. Let's. Hmm. I, I guess build into the side of this mountain. Oh, here we go. This is pretty good. Whoa, go! Dang it! <laughs> you dang... You dang noodle. Have a seat. Halloweeny. There we go. Good lord. Are you... Dang it. There. Trick or treat, have a treat. <laughs> Let's dig in for the episode. This is gonna be a fancy French doors <laughs> opening to this tidy hole. What am I doing? I don't know, but we're we're making a fancy double wide hidey hole. A double whitey hole, if you will. So yeah, like I said. Uh, thank you everybody, if you were able to join us for the Mindcrack Marathon. Much appreciated, I hope you enjoyed. I'm pretty sure we all did as well. Dang Wolfie. And, uh, yeah. I, I don't have anything else to plug. If you are a Patreon patron of mine, uh, then I did, like I said, post a link in the Discord, if you would like to submit your own questions. That would be much appreciated. Keep keep giving me things to talk about. Ooh, a few more arrows. Fancy. Let's build some beds. Up, 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 up. Hope you all had a safe and happy Halloween. This is awkward. This is why I don't build these this way, because <laughs> they're they're not they're just not right. And uh boats. Did we use any boats today? I don't think we used any boats today. I don't remember using any boats. What a day this has been for us. The boatless day. But not pumpkinless day. Can I sleep with this on? We're about to find out. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for watching. I do appreciate it. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time.
come here for candy. 